Welcome to episode one of the Kevin and Cassie show. This is uh, your host, Kevin Marathon Man, and we're here, and I'm here with that Cassie, obviously my sidekick. Say hello, Cassie. Hello. So today we're going to touch on the, um, just our story of what's happening with the coronavirus um, and how it kind of spiraled in the last couple weeks of the craziness that we're living in, where we're now in a stay-at-home kind of mode with everybody. You can't do anything. There's X's on the supermarket floors where you got to stand direct in traffic and apparently there's no toilet paper in the whole United States but with that in mind um, we do want to reach out and say thank you to all our listeners even if we don't have any but we do want to thank you because one day we will we'll have a million I swear it alright and we'll be making millions and laughing at people alright it's funny because when you think about in my when I think about the coronavirus situation I remember it was Sunday morning the 8th of March and I was driving up with one of our members Kristen to New York City to do a group run with a bunch of the uh, team that was training for the Cherry Blossom Run. It was uh, Cassie, Leah, Megan. Uh, we were all going to meet at Cassie and uh, Leah's apartment, which is a couple miles from the, the Brooklyn Bridge. Uh, we met there, and it was just a normal day, but you knew there was something up because Trump had come on and talked about it. You know, a little weird. There wasn't so much about the social distancing, but things were normal. We ran across the bridge. There were people there sitting down, literally taking pictures on the bridge with themselves. We crossed over. We ran across Brooklyn. Uh, we did our six miles. We went to different restaurants, and it was on your mind, but not to that point where it transpired. We ran across Brooklyn. We came home. Uh, that was on Sunday, and then it was interesting because Cassie was supposed to come home. I don't know if it was that Friday with her mom on Friday, but then I got a call, and what happened? Yeah, so I mean, basically, we were working that week, and you know, throughout the week, it was each day was getting more dramatic and more dramatic, and you know, different things were closing, and you know, especially in New York, you know, different businesses were shutting down to just delivery or this and that. Um, but it was still kind of, you know, unclear. No one really understood were we going to be working from home for a day, for two days, for a week. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, I needed to be home for that weekend, and I needed to be home again the following weekend. So I said, you know what, let me just, I'm just going to pack for two weeks. And I remember it's probably about 11 p.m. on Wednesday night, and my company emailed us and basically said, Friday is going to be a trial period work from home to see if everyone's computers were equipped and this and the other thing. So that night it was 11 p.m. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to pack for two weeks, mm. which lo and behold, A, I packed too many nice clothes because all I've worn are leggings and sweatshirts, but then B, I did not yep. pack nearly enough because I will be here for much longer um, than two weeks. So. Mm. I mean, I can definitely, you know, later kind of go more in depth of even just what, you know, the trains look like and the subways and all these different things. But it was just a, a crazy period. And I even remember back in January, um, my two coworkers from my old job sent me this live tracker of the coronavirus. Wow. And at that point, I'm not even kidding you, it was 1,500 people. It was maybe 80 deaths and it was all in China. Mm. And we were looking at the tracker, and we're like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And each week we would look, and it had doubled. Wow. So the next week it was, you know, 2,800, and then the next week it was 5,000. And mm. we're just looking at it, and it, and at that point, no one was really talking about it, at least mm. not that in depth. And then, you know, at some point, you see the little thing come up in Seattle, and you saw it come up in, you know, South America, like all these places that were closer and closer to the United States. Mm. And well, Seattle is close to the United States. <laughs> well, but yeah, sorry. Closer to New York. <laughs> and you're just seeing, but it would start these right. one 
one red dot and then all of a sudden the dots were just growing and growing yeah it mm. really was mm. um and you know the podcast and publicity and all these different things and just from every platform we were getting it and Mm-mm. you know especially again i work in events and so you know we had dates the end of february cancel and i remember me and my co-workers texting and being like this is so dramatic like why are why are people already canceling like it's no big deal or at right. that point it hadn't been and then now I mean we it looks like we're not really going to have a date until maybe summer end of summer wow. um, so wow. yeah I mean it's definitely been you know crazy for me and then that's not even we haven't even gone past what March 8th yet that's yeah. only been yeah that was March 8th I know because we came home it was um, the talk around school what do you think because I coach at the local high school some of the girls go in Crail what happens if we close down and I thought man if we close school we're going to be in a lot more trouble you know than what's happening and yeah you heard rumors and then my son's a teacher at the school and he's like yeah we're here and get ready for um, this, uh, go virtual online but we don't know what's happening and then on Thursday, it just started to get, like, you can feel pressure because I love social media, but it's also the devil, I swear. People are flipping out, writing, like, our school's closing, our school's closing. Uh, Central Bucks, that's the school district we live in, and I coach in, made a statement on Thursday around 2 o'clock. All extracurricular activities are canceled but sports. Sports can go on, only parents and coaches, which, okay, it makes sense. They're waiting for the PIAA, which is the Association for the, for the States. So I go to school a little bit early, about quarter to three, because I know our head coach couldn't get there to a little bit later. I roll up a quarter to three to CB East, and it feels like the zombie apocalypse broke out. These kids are pouring out of the school, and I see them. They're like, Crail, Crail, it's canceled. It's canceled. Crail, it's canceled. Uh, what do we do? And I was like, hold on. What do you mean it's canceled? They said, Mrs. Baker. Now, that's the, the athletic director's secretary so it was canceled it just so happens that our athletic dire- athletic director was on vacation oh my god well this is happening i mean at least they got one last vacation in but also classic i just say it's classic so i go well just wait here because i want to talk to mrs baker to make sure it's canceled so this isn't just like a high school believe it or not a high school breakout of one of the kids saying things are canceled and everyone believes it i walk in and, and mrs baker said yeah they just canceled five minutes ago and the principal's out telling everybody they got to get off the track so literally you walk out, kids are going, what do we do? What do we got? What do we do? Can I leave? Can I stay? My parents are coming. Well, then our head coach and the boys head coach said, no, we want to talk. Come and talk to everybody. Our head coach wasn't there yet. So all the kids are standing around our head coach, Coach P, teacher there. He's being calm, saying, you got to go home. You know, we'll see what's happening. But right now there's no practices. This is what's going on. Our head coach, God bless him, comes in. He gets very worked up. He's like, what do you mean we can't practice? I'm going to talk to somebody. <laughs> What do you mean? Like, they're out here anyway. What do you mean? And we're just going, me and Coach Pierre going, oh, God, we're not helping the situation here. Literally, the principal just here leave. So we had kids saying, my parents are here. What do I do? And I remember being a dad pulling up out of my way from work and looking, waiting for my kid. And I was like, you better get in your car and go. All right? Because if not, it's just going to expedite. They closed school that Friday. So whatever that date was, school was closed. No practices, no informals, nothing. They closed the schools. Boom. Done. Um, so Sunday, we're running across the Brooklyn Bridge, taking pictures on the bridge. By Thursday, New York's being closed down. Cassie's leaving. Schools in Pennsylvania are being shut down. Boom. So then I have a, a dilemma. I have a shamrock shuffle on Saturday for a running company, but and no one said you couldn't do it. Even our township, who I work with, said you can do your activities outside as long as they're outside. But it was just really eerie trying to do it. 
Um, and we did pull it off. We were to have our shamrock shuffle, and there wasn't any problems. You know, we had some people not come, which was fine. But then the next day, I think, or that Monday, it was no group activities could happen anymore. And it was like this, the snowball effect. And then the quarantine started that Monday. And I swear it was, I can't imagine if the zombie apocalypse did happen. Just the way people are like losing it. And, and I mean, the supermarkets, crazy. Well, I think that's what's so hard is that things have been changing. I mean, three times a day, right? And so at least, and so it's as much as you want to call people out for being insane and hoarding all the toilet paper and you can't find lunch meat or turkey wherever you go. At the same time, you're like, you know what? If, if you don't know if you'll be able to make it to, obviously, I think we'll never try at the grocery stores, but if you don't know if you'll be able to make it or if you have someone with a compromised immune system and you don't want to do that, I mean, I do understand the people taking it to that severity. You know, I think sometimes it can be, I guess, hard to see it, but... I mean, I don't know. If you think about it, we're really two weeks into this, Less, maybe yeah. three. I mean, one week into quarantine. Yeah. So I really don't know. I mean, I think I think a lot is going to change. I think especially, you know, we have this close tie to the community, but then be the schools. And I think just watching it from that perspective is going to be, you know, really interesting, you know, watching I think a lot of I have a lot of friends still in the city and you know basically there's nobody on the subways a lot of the public other you know transportation the trains have closed most of the businesses have closed besides you know banks the essentials essential businesses crazy but then in our runners world because that's how um, I have to say we're in a good position the most things we're upset about is oh no our races start getting canceled and just the reactions again on social media. Personally, race was canceled, and then this half marathon that I was going to do mm-hmm. um, on Mother's Day, and I know a lot of your other clients have also, you know, experienced some race cancellations. What has been, yeah. you know, some of the overall feelings? Well, it's funny you say that because uh, this is actually our biggest spring to date. Last year, we were just starting off. We go on the Love Run, which is supposed to be this weekend coming. Everyone's training for it. We have eight people signed up who've been training for it, and they're paying monthly, and they're getting excited and doing their runs every Saturday, long runs. And then uh, our Cherry Blossom team, Cassie, you're part of, had 10 different people on it from last year. Well, I shouldn't say that Daisy and Kristen were the same, but it was a lot of fun and, you know, yeah. and excitement. And your friends cracked me up when they signed up. And I think you can do that just because I know Megan was probably disappointed because she was training a lot. And I want to say Leah, but I, I'm not too sure. I know she's been running. And it's a funny story with that. So Cassie's training, right? And I'm, you know, for whatever, FaceTime or texting. I'm like, how's it going? Good, but, oh, my knee hurts. My knee. It did. I was in a lot of pain. Yes, the knee, the knee, the knee. So... I'm like, oh, okay, try this, try that, all right, okay. I can hear the mouth. But then on the 8th when we're running, I'm running with Leah, the, Cassie's roommate, and I'm like, how's the training going? And she's like, great, but my knee hurts. experiencing similar. It was actually funny because we would, like, be texting, and we are like, yeah, like, we ran this, we ran that. And then at one point, like, I had run, I think, the night before, and, like, my knee really hurt. And the next day, she was like, yeah, my knee, like, started spazzing. And I was like, oh, that's so weird. And then, like... Something else happened to her too, and I was like, maybe we're just like 
so connected now. <laughs> we spent all of our time together. It was just, I was like, oh, I roll, but I didn't eye roll the poor kid. I was like, oh, here we go. Denise, because I coach girls track and everyone had calf strain oh. coming into it. Like, and all of a sudden, like. The king of injuries. Oh, injury, yeah, but I don't copy other people's injuries. Oh my God, it's not. So two people can't have their knee hurt? It was just amazing. And both of you were, hallelujah, praise the Lord, you're both better. But anyway, so, um, go ahead, tell us the reaction, because like I said, I think Megan was disappointed. I know Daisy was probably disappointed on our end. Uh, Kristen, I think, is, um, I'm out of it. I'm kind of happy, but disappointed in it. And um, and then, you know, I was looking forward to it, but go ahead. At least for me, like, races are always a little bit stressful, so it's like, okay, this is annoying and you want to do it, but a little bit of you is like, okay, well, now there's not that, oh, what was your time, or oh, did you finish? And like that, I guess, anxiety leading up into it. Um, and then our two other friends, uh, they really weren't training, so they sent me this funny meme, which I should actually post to the Crowds Running Facebook, because I think people would appreciate it. And it was like, you know, all of the race coordinators, like, canceling the races, and they're all freaking out. And then it was like, me, and it was like them, like, you know, sipping tea or something, being like, oh, I never wanted to run the race <laughs> Which I think is so funny, because all over social media, that has really been what I've seen, is you get... Half people that are like, oh, well, wasn't really training anyway. <laughs> like. Broad Street today was last holdout. And for some reason, I don't know why, Cass, it's really funny, is that people actually thought Broad Street was going to go on. It's May 3rd. And they actually thought, like, well, they didn't cancel yet. No, Philly I mean, won't do that. No, I mean, I don't think anybody actually thought it was going to happen. I think... One, again, people are having a really hard time wrapping their head around what is happening. And not that it's not serious because it is, but I think, like we've said 8,000 times already, no one has ever experienced it before, so no one knows what to do. And I don't know that people thought that Broad Street was going to happen, but I do also think that when it feels like everything is crumbling around you, it's like, oh, maybe... Maybe, maybe, and obviously I don't think I don't think it was insane for people to have like a slight glimmer of hope that and, by May. And I'm yeah, but May for, as we're getting deeper in here, right? And races are being canceled or postponed that are smaller, and a race of forty thousand people plus, not including those who banned it, in this that is run by the city of Philadelphia. No, I mean, I don't and I understand really hope, but also being realistic to saying they're not going to let Broad Street I mean, go. I don't what harm is it them talking about because they get upset because then people get upset when it's when when, when it happens I guess like you know and now they'll be pissed off because they it's bad enough they canceled it now it's October 4th okay yeah but here's the thing people are going to be annoyed no matter what because they have nothing else to be annoyed about they're not working they can't be mad at their co-workers look at me you're mad at your children's actually been the most interesting to see is how each race is kind of handled it differently you know like you said Broad Street waited later than everybody else and granted it was a later race maybe because it was run by the city they had to you know figure out what to do even cherry blossom you know announced that one thing and then two weeks later officially canceled the race you know waco gave you a personalized phone call saying that they were canceling so could you imagine i thought about this so waco god bless them chip and joanna Gaines, right can't say nice things about them never met them but whatever they have their customer service people call everyone who's registered for the race and let them know it's being postponed. Could you imagine being that person having to make them phone calls? I'm sure they're probably hoping 98% of them are just voices. But it was like mine, right? Like, oh, that would be awful. Okay, yeah, sorry. No, I mean, I totally agree. I would not want to do those. But I also, I mean, honestly, people are probably going to Waco. For Chip and Joanna? Well, they're probably so nice anyway. Mm. They don't even, like, they're not going to throw a fit. But, 
I mean, no, it's definitely interesting. I think, you know, that fall is going to be kind of crazy and people are going to be selling bibs and picking up bibs and doing whatever. But then I guess it's you'll run the love run in October and then you get to run it again in April. So, <laughs> you know, it's like your time. There's a huge difference between you were training for 10 miles and you were going to run it this weekend than you're doing it in October because... I, you, there's no reason for you to. There is, but like mentally, I can understand that there's no reason for you to like keep training right now. And well, that's what we say. Like with the love run, this is the weekend of the love run. So I actually sent an email out to our love run team saying, "Okay, this is your time to go do a virtual 13.1 race. I can help them with the course because obviously with social distancing, you can't be there." Uh, we can help them with the course. I said, make it your own. You can you can taper because you've done it. Go run 13 miles. And it was funny because I sent the advantages of doing your own virtual races. You're going to win. Yeah. All right. You're going to win your age group. You're going to come overall. doesn't matter what you wear. And then I said, the number one thing, though, is if you don't like your time, no one can track you. And that it's not going to go on social media. And guess what? You can do it again. Yeah. But we are in, in present times to where it's not like when New York was canceled several years ago because of the hurricane. Uh, races are just being shut down. And, you know, some of these races, people don't realize they're going to go out of business. Yeah. Because they are a business. And some of these smaller ones that are closing or, you know, people are so mad because they want their refunds because it's closed. It's um, and being in the service industry, it's hard to say, yes, just give them all their money back because people have had to put money out, marketing, shirts, medals, emails. I mean, social media isn't free as people think it is. If you want to do email blasts, if you want to have a website, if you want to do different things, you know, things cost money. And some of these businesses, unfortunately, they're going to go under. And it's disappointing, yes, why I would encourage anyone, even our 10 or the girls who did train, um, and the guys for the cherry blossom is to go run 10 miles that day. I know you've already done 10, you know, in your training, but maybe do a push 10 or a fast 10 or whatever. Uh, so you don't feel like that training is wasted. And like from a healthy standpoint, it's never, I mean, it's never wasted. Training is never wasted if you're getting out there and doing it. I've been busier the last two weeks than I want to say I've been in the last month. I mean, with our members, I mean, I train them, you know, all the time and things like that. But the virtual training and text and emails and such has just gone out the, uh, the, the wazoo. And then even trying to train uh, 30 distant girls virtually, you know, where, you know, where now what's interesting is I don't, I don't have any other numbers, you know, we're not going to text them, you know, so I got to do it through email and Google sheets and they're emailing me and some of them are doing it, you know, but I do feel bad for every high school senior out there who is losing the prom, who's losing their like uh, last year of sports, who's not going to have a season because at this point they're not going to have a season. Even if we came back in two weeks. It's not going to be a season, yeah. you know, and the, the, the plays, the little things, you know, the dance recitals we talked about because Cassie was a big dancer in high school. You know, the last the last time for these things they're going to remember. And in the grand scheme of their lives, hopefully this is just a, the worst thing that happens to them. You know, God, you know, yeah. willing. But it's so disappointing to know, like, this is how your senior year is going to end. And even for, you know, some of our girls, um, all the seniors I feel really I feel really bad for and the boys because they've worked so hard and they're training. I'm getting emails right now saying, you know, they went on the raid and they ran. They found the hill. This is what they did. They sent me pictures that I can't post, but they sent me pictures. I would love to be able to everyone to see them. Yeah. You know how dedicated some of them are, but um, yeah, it's just very disappointing. And I do love again on social media, one of my favorite things is don't open them schools. How dare you cancel the prom? Yeah. You know, it's just it's just it's funny. No, I mean I think, you know, it's definitely I'm sure in the toughest part, you know, I'm not obviously in high school or college anymore, but I also can't imagine losing out on mm -mm. either of those experiences. I mean, I think it's great that 
you know, the girls are still going out there. And I, I've seen a lot on social media, you know, kids just trying to make the best of it. Honestly, mm-hmm. they probably have a better attitude than even their parents do or their grandparents. They're like, trying. I think at the end of the day, I mean, what are you going to be able to do? It's just different when you're training for a track season than, say, the cherry blossom. Yeah. You know, um, we train... A lot of our kids on specific um, events and distances and things like that. When you're training 30 girls from the 800 meters to the two mile and a lot of this speed and strength and distance to peak at certain times versus, you know, let's build up the 10 miles and that kind of thing. It's just, it's a different, it's just self-fulfillment, yes, is great, but it's just kind of, you know, um, hard for everyone to think with them as they're training like some of them coming off the winter were doing really well last year some of our jv girls really got the bug this year mm-hmm. and so like they were hitting good times in the winter so they were like really psyched some of them like didn't even know what cleats were and then they went on and bought them because they saw the advantages like to really see that corner the corner turn with them and then they'd be like oh sorry there's no season yeah. i mean it's for their safety i mean you can't have a season but it's just you yeah, feel bad because but you know it we live in an area, thank God, where, the, again, if that's the worst thing that happens in yeah. their lives, that they miss a track season, then it's, it's a good life. Yeah, a thousand percent. You know, it's keeping a positive attitude. Perspective dictates progress, all right? And if we have, if you put things into perspective, I mean, our country's going on lockdown. I mean, for the first time, whenever. You know, so losing a race isn't the worst thing because they're going to try their best to postpone them. If not, you run again next year. You know, and you want to be, thank God that every day is a blessing to be able to run because some people can't do it. Um, I just think it's important that people stay healthy. They keep moving, you know, go out and do your 13, then relax and then come back. And I've been, like I said, I've been busier now coaching than I ever have been. I've got a consultation for a new member tomorrow. Yeah. So um, with that, if you're virtual. looking to run, if you are looking for a friend that's looking to run, if you think that you're just going to gain a million pounds while you're stuck inside... Uh, reach out to us at CorralsRunning.com or on Facebook or on Instagram um, or CorralsRunning at gmail.com. We're going to be, you know, keep putting out these podcasts and keep trying to, you know, just encourage people to get out there, understand who we are, kind of spread the the Crails running. The Crails running culture. Yeah, exactly. So we're not just like your your typical running group. We're um, a company that like really cares about our members. Not that others don't, but we really get into your business, as we like to say. Um, right where you're at. You can be a walker, a runner. You can be walk runner, whatever. We understand that life happens, you know, and that's what we're here to support you to do by building real relationships. Our company's founded on relationships, running, and adventure. And, you know, we really want to be here to like help build that. As like Cassie said, if... Um, you need some help getting started. We do. We can do everything, obviously, virtually now. So give us an email at crailsrunning at gmail.com.